one, two, three, four. Any, any other, other business? Which is not on. Any other business? Sorry, can we get a mic test on Richie's mic? We're going to have to stop the gig. Guys, really sorry, we're going to stop the gig. Any other business. Back with you now. Any other business. Bad start. Any other business. Friday. Friday. Any other business. It's on. Hey. Hello. Have you got a go-to sweet that you go to when you just need that little bit of energy? You know, maybe it's not good for you, but you think, right, I'm flagging a little bit. I need that little perk up. What do you go for? Uh, Skittles. Genuinely? I genuinely go for Skittles. Uh, Skittles has... I speak directly to the Skittles Corporation. You guys are good, but I think you missed out, all right? They were around in the 90s. Yeah. And then Red Bull started, all right? And Red Bull started doing their their drinks and all that they do. Mm -hmm. And look at them now. They've got Formula One teams. What have Skittles still got? They've still got the rainbow. They've still got the Skittles. My point to you is, Mm -hmm. I think a pack of Skittles has as big a boost on the human body as a can of Red Bull and Skittles should have got into the liquidised drink market. Yes, like liquid Skittles. Mm. So do you eat them all in one go? Do you, do you tip the entire packet in your mouth or do you t- do you eat them over a period of time? I don't eat them skit by skit. Is uh, that the singular for each of It's the singular for Skittles. Skittles is right. obviously the plural. So if you packet. go bowling yeah. and they've got Skittles there, you knock over a skit. That's a Skittle. But what's the difference? That's a singular version of Skittles. Yeah, a bowling pin. Well, it's actually a bowling pin, isn't it? That's, really? a, good, that's a good point. Yeah. You've technically got out of that one. So thank you. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I know I, I guzzle it. I open the whole packet. And, and create one big kind of, I imagine after you've chewed it around a bit, it looks like, you know when you've put an entire plum stone in your mouth, but it's still got kind of like webbing and top of mesh stuck to it? Goes white. It's pretty grim, isn't it? By chewing it, you lose all the colour. It just goes white. Oh. Your dentist would hate it. That's not good. It's not good, is it? Absolutely hate it. But that's a long-winded answer to my go-to sweet. What would yours be? It's got to be a flapjack. That's not a sweet. It is. It's in the. It's in the, the same kind of field of uh, uh, the rack on the in the the twenty-four-hour garage, though, isn't it? You tell Cabri. You tell Roundtree. What would you classify you as? What would you classify uh, a flapjack as? Baked goods. No, it's not. What are you putting in the same category as like a, um, what would you say? Like, um, oh, I can't think of anything today. Look, listen, a flapjack is an absolutely fantastic little snack to go and buy. Yeah. But the very fact that my auntie Roz could make a flapjack in her kitchen, I think, takes it away from it being a sweet, all right? My auntie Roz couldn't make a Mars bar. She also couldn't make a pack of Skittles. She could make a flapjack. But you're saying, you're saying a baked good, that puts it in the same category as, like, a, a croissant or... Uh, or a, it does. A, some kind of turnover, an apple turnover. <laughs> it, it does. It, it's not in the same category as these, surely. I love I, I love a flapjack. I'd happily take... Uh, take a flapjack as a uh, as a snack, but I do think I, I wouldn't put it as sweets. You wouldn't. Find... <laughs> I have to tell them what's going on. You're on your third pair of headphones in ten seconds. What that, are you doing over that there? That one crackles. Yeah. That one's too quiet. Yeah. And then fine, I can hear now. No, so, that's really so I'm trying on five or six different hats. So now that you've got a pair of headphones that work, do you want to reconsider your uh, your point? The flapjack. I'm not fla- flapjack sweet. It's not a baked good. <laughs> it's not a baked good. Any other business. business. Staying on eating. Yep. uh, How many seconds do you live by in the whole three-second rule thing, if you drop something? I'm I'm fine. I'll eat anything, even if it's been down there for a while. But that's really good. That's my next question, then. Mm -hmm. Do you have different... 
Do you have a different sort of base mark depending on where you are? So, first of all, train carriage. Oh, yeah, no, this is a good point. Um, <laughs> anything to do with a tube or a train, I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. So, even if you dropped it and picked it up within a second, you're not having it? Not in a million years. I've seen some of the things I've seen people do on train carriages, animals and bare feet and picking toenails, not in a million years. So, you're saying that's right at the bottom of the league? If this has got anything to do with the flapjack that you gave me at the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> then I, I hand my notice in. No. Well, um, what's it for you? No, it's actually going back to something that happened this morning. I was having, having a, a chocolate orange cobble uh, at a farm shop. Sounds like a baked good. <laughs> it's not far off. Certainly not sweets. Dropped it on the floor. It was down there for around about seven seconds as I tried to move my chair to get to it. Yeah. But I still ate it. And then I thought to myself, is this because I'm in a farm shop that I'm happy to have it on the floor for a little while mm-hmm. before I eat it again? So the question is, do you have different time parameters depending on where you drop food? See, I'd be more concerned by the farm shop element of it because I have quite a phobia of getting some form of illness from, I presume the farm shop backs onto a petting zoo. They all do. <laughs> and you're having a disinfectant in your hands because you've got like the horrible rough tongue of uh, a, a sheep licking your fingers as you feed it. <laughs> and then you're getting some kind of noro. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It was in... That's the nightmare scenario for me. It was in like a farm shop cafe, so I would have thought they are a sterile unit in the acreage of a farm shop. I don't know. You're never that far away from the horrible, wet, rough tongue of a sheep. <laughs> Could you feed an animal like that? You know I... the way people do that? You know, put their hand in like an animal go... <laughs> on their actual hand and get it all wet with their slobber. Could you do that? I would do that as long as I've already sighted like some metallic basin oh. with industrial cleaning. I can't go anywhere near it. And as a kid, I used to love all that stuff. And it's another one to add to the list of these things where you, as a kid, you love it, growing up, can't stand it. Final question for you. You sure. drop your flapjack in the Absolute Radio studio. How long are you allowing it on the floor? I'd get it the next day. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Any other business? Business. May I ask one more question about food? I Please. don't want this whole podcast to be about food, but... I, hey, I, if it is, I don't think anyone's got a problem. No, they know what to expect from us now. Can I just tell you what I've had to eat today? Yes. I had two boiled eggs this morning, mm-hmm. and then my mum, because my mum and dad are staying with us at the moment, very kindly made me a packed lunch for the train. Oh, lovely. Which I ate on the way in. But I opened the sandwiches and realised they're egg mayonnaise. So I've had two boiled eggs and then four egg mayonnaise rolls. <laughs> Am I going to have a problem? Uh, I don't think you're going to have a problem. I think we could have a problem sharing a studio with you for three hours. But do, do, you, do you subscribe to the fear of being egg-bound? Is egg-bound a thing? Uh, I, I will be bunged up for days? because I didn't I've... hear that was a thing. Is that really a thing? Apparently, if you have like enough eggs, you become egg-bound. Well. And you, you, know, you might have an issue. I have a lot of scrambled egg. Yeah. Well, I don't feel like I have an issue. <laughs> but eggs, one of those things, and there's, you know, there's certain foods where you can love them and have them, love them and have them, and then you just have too, man, too many, and there's a tipping point, and suddenly you can get the, the shakes almost. You know what I mean? The jitters. I wonder whether it could help you without, without actually sort of planning and realizing. If you are egg bound, uh-huh. the pressure that's building up in your body might actually just sort of like seize you back straight yeah. again. Like the way that a uh, cheap camping bed might inflate. <laughs> Exactly. That's what might happen. Well, in that case then, get me some egg sandwiches. Eating more than seven eggs can kill you. Whoa, really? Yeah, this is a post by the 
What is the IMHO? The International Much Health Organisation. Yeah, them. Them. They've posted saying that seven eggs can... I would want some further detail. (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. The IMHO is in my honest opinion. Oh, hold on a minute. (laughs) Where do we get these things from? In my honest opinion. I nearly had them down as a legitimate (laughs) organisation. It's like the IHRA. (laughs) Oh, dear. Any other business? Any other business? Business. Business. Uh, Next week, week today, the Isle of Wight Festival gets underway and you and I are kicking it all off on the Friday night on the uh, Hard Rock stage doing our 80s versus 90s live. How are you imagining that? When you you think of it in your mind, what are you picturing? Because I'm picturing like, you know, like a a cinema Bacardi advert? Yes. Someone's on top of what is clearly like a... A crowd in, like, Madrid, spinning around, filling everyone's drinks up, and they're loving it. They're going crazy. That's what I see in my mind. I see in my mind uh, lasers, light show, big DJ set on stage in middle of stage that's already there. So big stage, then built up in the middle of it is, uh, like, DJ decks. Like a riser. Light show, lasers, and you and I in the middle of it in like tight-fitting neon clothing. We've got also both wear glasses as well. Correct. You know, you, you're, you're an intermittent glasses wearer, but we could whack them out for the uh, for the show and strap some camping torches on each <laughs> on each arm. That give it an orbital type look. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be idea. quite good. I, I'm also envisaging people, the crowd, like breaking forth to try and touch us, like they do with Morrissey. Oh yeah, there, there'll be stuff. some kind of. Very unfortunate security incident, I'm sure, as later barriers get crashed down as they're all trying to get forward to yeah. touch us as we touch the decks. We are. We will. We'll obviously stick around for autographs and stuff as well. But you know, just don't don't try and climb over the barriers. That's what we're going to say. Yeah, so I think they've it's asked a fair us to trade-off. say that. Yeah, uh, but we're going to do that live. We're doing the show. Obviously, the the um, request show there from the Friday night. We've just had a little idea, maybe about recording this podcast. Any other business from. You were saying maybe a train? There'll definitely be an episode of Any Other Business, though, uh, a week today. We'll have a lot of dead time backstage before our show starts. Yeah, that kind of walking around, you know, drinking and eating our rider. Yeah. And stuff like that as well. So there'll be like an issue of any festival business, I guess. Any festival business. Mm. We could test out the portaloo that they've maybe allocated to us or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Portaloo chat. i tell you what would be handy, though, ahead of a week today. A reminder that we have an email address, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Any ideas of songs that you think would play well? Oh, that's a little bit um, smacks of desperation from you, Richie, then, if you're asking the audience for help. Oh, no, no, it's not, oh, it's not desperation. It it's not asking for help. It's, it's being inclusive. Uh, I could shut them away. I, I'm very, very confident the 80s is a decade. Please don't look as this as a cry for help. Well, actually, if you're not going to email him, then I'll have some songs. Right? <laughs> Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. I think that the issue is, right, obviously we do 80s versus 90s on, on the radio, and it's a totally different deal when you're looking into the whites of people's eyes when they've had yeah. a, a load of ales on a Friday afternoon. We don't want to get beaten up. So if there's anything you think would win us, win the crowd over for 80s or 90s, email us. Do you know what? You've just frightened me there. Getting the very up. fact that we're going to see them, Imagine see their that. reaction. Imagine you're doing all right, you think you're doing well, and then someone throws a plastic uh, like beer bottle and hits you on the top of the head. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> Who's on at the same stage as, as, as same time as us? It's Lily Allen and Sagala, isn't it? Yes, those two. I reckon we'll be all right. I think we should be okay. We'll mop up the stragglers. <laughs> Any other business? <laughs> 